This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Pretty cold and windy out there right now. The seawall closed around Stanley Park for obvious reasons because the wind is really whipping up the high tide that is also happening. And so there's a lot of water kind of sloshing over. I hope there's not damage being done, but you know, we'll find out, I guess, about that in the next day or two. So watch out for that. Also, just a note here for schools in the Hope area, that is the Fraser Cascade School District. Uh, they say that according, the, uh, due to an abundance, they said, of caution and whiteout conditions, uh, all schools in the Hope area are closed for staff and students today. Buses are not running on the Hope side either. So schools in Agassiz, Harrison, Hot Springs, Boston Bar are in session and buses are running, but on the Hope side, it is not. And that is because of the concern over the snow that is already falling out that way. So keep it tuned in here for the very latest on all of that. Right now, though, we're going to talk about being invisible. Like if you could be invisible, would you? Like I'm talking about like Harry Potter invisibility cloak kind of thing. We think about that being just outrageous, can't be possible. There's no way technology could do that. But you'd be surprised at what technology these days is actually capable of. Joining us now to talk about that is Guy Kramer, CEO of Hyperstealth Biotechnology Corporation. Guy, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Guy, are you working on an invisibility cloak? Uh, we've already developed it. Uh, we filed the patents in 2018. Uh, they were published in 2019, and the story went viral until COVID hit, and uh, people had more important things to uh, talk about at that point. So uh, we've been kind of under the radar for the last couple of years, but uh, the material is uh, out there uh, and being used uh, within certain classified programs within the U.S. Um, we have videos of it up there. Once you patent something, it is a blueprint for anyone to see how it's done or how it works. And so um, it, it is functional. It requires no power source. It's basically two lenticular lenses. These are the lenses used in children's books cause that 3D uh, motion or movie posters. And what I've done is I've put two of them back to back and offset them slightly. And what that does is it creates a zone in the middle of the material where you can actually completely hide a person or an object. And the, the larger the object, the farther away the material has to be from the target. So it's not something right now that's going to be uh, uh, something that you can put on and, and wear, but that's where we're headed, where we think we're going to be in about 10 years. Right okay. now, it's something you have to hold in front of you. Okay, Guy, you realize this sounds absolutely ridiculous, right? That you actually managed to do something like this. Like, how, how good is it? In what conditions does it work? Um, it works in <laughs> any season, any time of the day or night, in any location. And, and I design camouflage. That is my... Uh, expertise. Uh, I worked with the world camouflage expert, Lieutenant Colonel Timothy O'Neill. He passed away two months ago. Um, he was U.S. Army retired. Uh, but I have developed uh, over 15,000 camouflage patterns for 50 countries and um, have been doing that for over 20 years now. And, and so 
in developing camouflage, you've got to develop something that matches the background. And ideally, what you want is something that can blend in with the background. So you either have a color-changing camouflage, which we did back in 2010, and we called it Smart Camo. We still haven't published those results because we've been asked not to by the U.S. military. Um, But then uh, I went a step further the next year and actually developed this invisibility. And uh, that came about from years and years of training um, my my grandfather invented the walkie-talkie just prior to World War II for Kaminko, uh, for the Bush pilots. And during the war, they sent him to Ottawa, where he further developed the walkie-talkie and received the uh, member of British Empire right after the war and the Order of Canada in 2001. And I worked with him from 1986 to 1992 uh, as his research assistant. And then he kicked me out of the nest and said, go take what I've taught you and apply it to whatever. And he taught me how to innovate. And so in 1999, we formed the company, got into the camouflage, and then got into the invisibility. So anyone can go to hyperstealth.com and look at these videos. Okay, Guy, I have to ask you, though, you you talked about specializing in designing camo. What is the secret, then, to designing good camo? Um, It really is rocket science. You need to understand how the eye and brain uh, perceive shapes and patterns and colors. And uh, if you don't know that, then you're subjectively going to be making a lot of mistakes out there. And and that's one thing we can count on from uh, other companies out there that are our competitors is they really don't understand what we do. And so we go through and, and actually test our camouflage objectively with cadets at West Point Military Academy. Um, they get credits for the course, but it allows us to actually figure out uh, if one performs better than another without uh, bias in there. Okay. And so, and then we can determine how many seconds of improvement you get with a particular camouflage. Okay. So, but you think that we're actually working towards having something like an invisibility cloak? Like how many years away do you think we are from this? Well, it, it is being used by a couple of militaries out there in prototype uh, status right now. So they're testing it out, but it is something that can be used tomorrow. What we're hoping to do is actually get to the manufacturing phase. And uh, we just don't have the money to do that right now. But the prototypes are good enough that they are testing it in military applications out there. And it functions in the near-infrared, that would be your night vision. It functions in the ultraviolet, and it blocks thermal. So it, it, um, it doesn't bend thermal, but it has the same quality as it does across the rest of the spectrums. So what do, what do uh, so you see? It, so when you're looking at it, what do you what are you, you looking see the at? Background. You see the background. And and so that is ideal for a sniper that is trying to match their background all the time. So you have one piece of material that works everywhere around the world and, and that's all you need with you. It's gonna what the user um, is hiding uh, in front of is what the uh, viewer is actually seeing. They're not actually seeing any sign of the the sniper or the soldier um, unless they start to move. And even then, movement is very difficult to see with this material, whereas normal static camouflage, the first thing it gives you away is your movement. And so it becomes uh, something where special forces are going, well, we can do many things with this that we could never do with static camouflage before. So hiding in an open field is something they would never think of doing. Rather than 
spending hours crawling into a location without getting spotted. They can walk there now. So it it provides a, a huge benefit to them in numerous areas. And because right. it's not powered, it's lightweight, it's... Uh, it, how, how competitive is this area, Guy? Like, uh, there must be a lot of companies and a lot of people working on something similar. Well, because we've patented this, um, it is very difficult for anyone to come into this realm and and actually compete with us. The actual lenticular lens itself has been around for almost 100 years. So you can use that lens and get a similar effect. The problem is it creates a blurry background if you're just using the off-the-shelf right. lens. And so that becomes an anomaly, and you don't want an anomaly. You want a clear background uh, that uh, the brain isn't able to go, well, I, I actually see a square out there, and, and it's, it's doing something weird, right? Um, so we've gone a step beyond that. And right hmm. now, we are unaware of anyone that is doing anything like this. And, and I've met with militaries around the world and chief scientists, and they've never seen anything like this. I, it, I mean, they, they wouldn't tell me if they did, That's but I right. can tell That's by the body thinking. language. <laughs> That's what right. I was thinking, too. Listen, Guy, thanks so much for joining us this morning. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. That's Guy Kramer, CEO of Hyperstealth Biotechnology Corporation. It doesn't sound real, but apparently it is working on developing an actual invisibility cloak.